It is now 13 minutes after 4 o'clock. We're in conversation next with Vezintlant Lassimilani, who's the president of the South African Student Congress. Now that the matric results excitement is over, a new problem begins, placement in higher education institution institutions. Universities in the Eastern Cape have turned away 90% of applicants because they only have space for less than 10% of the people who applied. The University of Forte received 219,000 student applications but only has space for 3,500 first-year students. Walter Sisulu University can only accommodate 1.5% of those who applied while Rhodes University can take 8% and uh, the Nelson Mandela University can take 6% of those who have applied. For reaction to that, we are now joined by Vezintant uh, Simelani, the President of the South African Students Congress. Vezintlantla, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. What's your read-in of the situation that some of these students find themselves in now, or potential students in this case? Uh, thanks, uh, my brother. Good, good afternoon to you and good afternoon to our listeners at home. Uh, it's quite uh, <coughs> disturbing to, to uh, because these issues are not uh, new issues. We've always raised some of these issues because we know that each and every year we have a number of students who are coming from high school who won't be able to access universities because of the shortage of spaces. One of the things that we've raised over the past years as, a, as an organization is the, is the investment when it comes to infrastructure development of our institution of higher learning. Because the reason why they don't have it is because the lack of infrastructure. And there's no other main reason besides that. Uh, and we know that uh, the question of infrastructure it's something that cannot be dealt with, with overnight, but if there is a deliberate investment, it can even identify some of the some of the buildings that exist in, in wherever there are universities where we are able to maybe at least make those to be separate campuses so that we do able to find a solution to that. And then, of course, as one of the reasons also is the question of civil colleges, as we are saying that if maybe there's also a deliberate investment in terms of making sure that Tibet colleges become institutions of choice. Maybe our students will then be able at least to pay attention to Tibet space as well, because the right of the matter is that universities alone cannot only assist us in terms of postgraduate, in terms of in terms of uh, education, higher education, must also involve Tibet colleges. But you need to make sure that you increase the standard of Tibet colleges so that it can be attractive as well to our students, you know. So the question of uh, 90% of people have been rejected is quite very sad for us, man. I think another matter that we need to look into is the question of having an online classes where maybe you reduce uh, the number of people who are going to lecturers physically. Mm. And that, that, is, that also can be a solution. But again, you know that our, our, our country has a problem when it comes to connectivity as well. So if you're introducing online classes, at least we are able to increase numbers, but at the same time, we need to be mindful in terms of how government ensure that there's the connectivity as well. Because if there's an online class and there's no connectivity, there's no people that is being served by that. Yeah. So when it comes to the issue around Tivit colleges, because this is something that the minister raised yesterday as well, um, in that he was saying that um, Tivit colleges shouldn't become the last resort. Um, it should be amongst the group of um, uh, um, available options that students have at their disposal. But then there's also um, the stigma that is attached to a Tivit college. How do you think we can turn um, that around? Uh, you know, Tivet colleges, as 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 as, as, as I was saying, you know, 
the South Square organization has always made the current call that we need to standardize uh, facilities, both in terms of universities and, 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 and Tivet colleges. One, if you go to a Tivet college, a public Tivet college, you'll find that even the classrooms, they are more the same as classrooms of, classroom of high schools. That is the first problem, right? And then facilities within the Tibet College themselves, they are not appealing, you know. We need to ensure that you stand up, you, 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 you develop infrastructure in terms of uh, Tibet College and as well, in terms of accommodation as well. There are no students. In, there are very few students who have, who have access to proper uh, accommodation who studies in Tibet College. I think 90% of our Tibet students, they don't have access to proper, proper accommodation. And I know that in terms of what the minister said yesterday, there is a program that seeks to address the question of uh, the question of uh, infrastructure in relation to accommodation as well. So some of those things that must be addressed is the question of developing proper facilities within the sector, and also ensure that we build more accommodation. Because one thing that you must also understand is that Tibet colleges are found in the higher education, so they are not sub uh, a student you know, compared to university students. We must be treated equal and the treatment that you must, must get from government must be the same treatment. And again, one of the things you must also look into is the curriculum uh, review. You know, Tibet colleges, we always say this is such that we need to have Tibet colleges that can respond to societal challenges. For instance, you can't have a Tibet in PE. Uh, we know that PE, there's a there's a seed there where you can be able to do it in an ocean economy. So Tibet colleges as well must be able to respond to conditions of that particular environment where they are situated at. So I think those are the few things that I think must be done in order to ensure that they, we, we have, we, the standard increase in terms of uh, Tibet colleges. Okay, we've got a quick call here from KG joining us from Bloemfontein. Sinentlantla, please hold on. Uh, KG, good afternoon. Good afternoon, thank you very much for taking my call. Mm. I just want to say, you see, minister must not uh, uh, come and say Tibet colleges must be a choice type of uh, learning environment. He's been saying that ever since he was minister of education. Mm. Mm. But the problem is, uh, as you already do, make a program where you are going to invite all students who study at Tibet colleges who are struggling to get the so-called experiential training Mm. Uh, KG, just training, quickly, why do you think that that's the case, KG? Why is that the case from the ones that you've interacted with um, when it comes to um, employment? Why is it that the employers are not keen on hiring them? The ones that I know, the employers do not take this program seriously. And even government departments themselves are not supportive of these uh, civil colleges because you find it a person who studied engineering. And he struggles even at the government institutions like St. Lake here in Bloemfontein, like the Department of Public Works, to get the set experiential training. Okay, thank you so much, KG, there from Bloemfontein. Uh, quickly, then, uh, your closing remarks on this conversation, Snedlander, that we're having here, and also looking into how do we get to um, a level where you have employers actually having confidence. Sorry, Vesintlanta, having confidence in, um, in TVET college graduates. Okay, thanks, thanks once again, my brother. You know, um, I think what, what it is, my, my, my brother and I just have spoken now, you know, one of the fundamental reasons is that we, we are producing uh, people who are no longer needed by the economy. You can't have 
a TVET college that is going to produce people who are doing HR. You know, TVET college is supposed to produce, to producing your artisan and all of that, you know. So what you need to do in, in, in our educational space is that we need to see what are the challenges that are, are there in our society. And for us to be able to respond to those challenges, what kind of education do we need to have? What kind of graduate do you need to have? If we if have, if have produced so many uh, people that are doing marketing, and out there in the space, there is a lot of unemployment when it comes to marketing. Surely there is something that is needed in order to develop our economy. And that, that thing must be able to be produced within the sector itself. And then I don't blame uh, some of the employers for not having confidence. The confidence must be given from our government first. In terms of making sure that they increase the standard of different colleges and the quality of qualification that is being produced by different yeah. colleges as well must be able to respond to our economy. Thank you so much for your time. Vezintlant Lassimelani is the president of the South African Students' Congress. I'd like to know from any of uh, recruiters, perhaps people who work in HR, uh, potential employers, uh, managers as well, uh, from your observation, um, and uh, also asking this to TVET graduates as well, from your observation, why is it that um, employers are not keen on employing TVET college um, graduates? Because if we have this conversation year in, year out, um, that TVET college graduates are struggling to find job opportunities uh, because of where they've received their qualification, it being a TVET college instead of a university. Of course, there is higher premium that is attached on having a university degree compared to having a qualification from a TVET college. But considering the type of country that we live in and also our unemployment, unemployment rate as well, um, what is it about TVET colleges uh, that makes their students um, unfavorable when it comes to job opportunities being made available? And aren't we also further exacerbating this cycle where year in, year out, where we have conversations about TVET College um, graduates struggling to find jobs, somebody listening to this, a grade 12 per pupil listening to this or their parents listening to this, then say, I think you should rather go to university instead of going to a TVET college because what are the chances of you getting employment? I'd love to hear from you as well. 0614